Hi, it's Brett Hill here. If you thought last year's Wellness Summit was big, just wait for the 2015 edition. There's new speakers, a new venue, new exhibitors, new everything, and we would love to have you there. Our selection of two-for-one tickets sold out in less than 48 hours last year, so if you want to join 600 like-minded health and wellness enthusiasts, as well as your favorite Wellness Couch podcasters, then make sure you go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and register for the early bird list. TheWellnessCouch.com streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and the even more fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Guys. He is the freak phenomenon of food, Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> Hello, phenomenon. F, F, P, that's three Fs. Yeah, you are. Is you it are three triple Fs? F, triple F, the freaky phenomenon of food. Euphoria. <laughs> three Fs. It's, there will be people going, that's not three Fs, it's FPF. It's, yeah, and, and there's P. Yes, that's yeah. right. P- but it sounds like F, so let's just say it's like O for, it's of, like o for awesome. Speaking of phenomenons, O for. O for awesome, Speaking of phenomenons, what will be phenomenal is the 2016 Greek Island Icaria Longevity Retreat, which this episode is proudly brought to you by We Demo had six people register within the first four days of us launching this trip. And we have got, uh, I, I think excitement might actually just be understating the feeling we have towards this trip. And even though it's 12, 13 months away, holy moly, it is just off the charts how excited everyone that's already coming on board uh, is about this trip to the Blue Zones. I'd love to say how excited I am, but I can't get a word in because you're so excited. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited as well. I was going to go boom and I was going like, <laughs> to say words, but anyway, you just kept on talking, so I just let you go because that's oh. what I'm the kind of guy. You're so fun. You're so nice to me. Now, yeah. Damo, <laughs> speaking of the Triple Fs, there's been a bit of uh, euphoria, E-U-P-H, um, <laughs> E-U-F, yeah. E-U-F, um, about... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Uh, she no went on a food stamp diet. Far out. Capital, capital P-H-A-R yep. out. Far out. It's, uh, it's actually it's hard to do what she was doing. Absolutely. Have you ever you tried thinking, to? No, but you were thinking of going down this path, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I was. And, and I, probably, I probably really still should. But, I, but I get shooter on all the time, and I, I get sick of being shooter on, and I just shoot it on myself again. So that's probably a reason why I'm not doing it is because I don't want to get shooter on. So let's talk about Gwyneth first, and then yeah. let's talk about what you think you should be doing. Oh. Gwyneth decided, and you can take the media's slant on this any way you like, yeah. but Gwyneth decided that she would give the food stamp diet a go. The food stamp diet being she would live on the um, money she would buy food with the – food stamps that Americans get and see how long she could get on it. And she lasted four days. And some people, particularly the mainstream media, have been saying, what a joke, highfalutin Hollywood girl can only last four days on the food stamp challenge. And Gwyneth has come back and said, well, it actually wasn't, you know, for that. I didn't do it for that reason. I actually did it to show how uh, how horrible it is that, so many Americans um, yeah. are living on food stamps because 
it's really not that easy to do. And again, I'm sure the mainstream media, as they roll their eyes at Gwyneth's four-day efforts, aren't actually doing the food stamp challenge themselves. Um, but I think it's what 47 million Americans uh, are on food stamps, um, and one Hollywood actress did it and lasted four days and everyone came down on it. But it, it opens up a whole range of questions, Damo, particularly this whole price of food. Should food be cheaper or is it that healthy food's not expensive? It's just that unhealthy food's too cheap. What do you think about all this, great man? Oh, it does raise so many issues and I applaud Gwyneth for doing this. I think it's a great initiative it's a great thing that she gave it a go it's also really good to raise awareness that it is actually really difficult to eat um just to eat let yeah. alone eat healthy food on a really tight budget and um and i was thinking i was thinking oh my gosh my garden bed's not really up to it at the moment i've got some rocket in there i've got a dead strawberry plant and um and maybe some little bits of parsley growing and that's about all i've got in my garden and i've got some unripe grapefruits on my grapefruit tree so i was thinking okay well i could have those because that's fine but to buy two dollars worth of food a day i just don't know how i could do it in the way that i would like to eat so i was thinking all right if i bought myself a couple of loaves of bread because, you know, you've got a budget for like 14 days. If I bought yep. a couple of loaves of bread, I could do that. Then I could probably put some Vegemite or peanut butter, you know, get a couple of, you know, get that. And if I had to maybe get something, I'd put some cheese on there. Um, and if I bought myself a dollar, two-liter carton of milk um, and maybe some eggs and got myself, you know, just normal eggs, not free-range or happy hen eggs, just normal eggs, um, I could probably get through and do it. But that's $14 worth of of food that um, that I could probably see myself getting through for a period of time, but I was just like, oh, you know what? It's um, it's as much as it's really hard. I'm actually now very, very aware that the bad food that we get access to, like the crappy food, the food that you and I choose not to eat, and Gwyneth chooses not to eat, is actually incredibly cheap. Yeah, which means, and it makes it feel like the food that's high quality and actually really good for us is too expensive. But it's the wrong way around. It's not that the food's too expensive. It's that our value system around food is not geared in a way that we value food as much as what uh, we probably otherwise should. Now, I know that this is a glass half full way of looking at it because the reality is when you're paying $3.95 for one avocado, you kind of feel a bit ripped off, <laughs> don't you? Or $8.99 for a punnet of blueberries. You, you do. You feel ripped off and you go, you know what, Coles, I hate you. And you know what, Woolworths, you suck. <laughs> But, um, you, but, you know, you go down to your local grocer and they're selling it for the same amount of money and they're saying they're hardly making any money from it. And you kind of believe them. You don't believe the big guys, but you believe yeah. the little guys. It's, it has got a bit out of control, the cost of food. Can I ask a question on that, wise man? Yes. Because you own a home and I don't. I don't own so a home. Do you know? I don't own a home. Oh, no, sorry. We're both renters, we aren't rent. we? Yeah, I purposely okay. rent. Yep. But, okay, so this is the thing that I often consider, right? Yep. This day and age, the average mortgage is four times annual wages yep. and in the old days it used to be two days annual wages so if let's say these days you earn $50,000 you've got a $200,000 mortgage on the old days if you had $50,000 you had a $100,000 mortgage okay. so we now spend a higher percentage of our income on okay. our mortgage and like you just said our value system has shifted perhaps yep. where now we kind of compare 
every single dollar we spend against almost like our housing costs. Like our housing yeah. cost is the most important dollar that we spend because yeah. to keep the roof over our heads and everything else. Yeah. But now we've got people spending anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a week on their um, their rent or their mortgage. Obviously, it can be more than that, but they're doing everything they can to limit their food spending to 80 to $200 a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, like you say, that's where the value system has shifted. And so now one avocado, which is 10 times healthier than a $4 Happy Meal, might be the same <laughs> price, yep. but you know, less calories, let's say, but better better quality calories and all the rest of it. But we just think that it's it's nowhere near as valuable. Yeah, look, and I think what used to happen many, many years ago is farmers produced lots of food and uh, we kept a lot of produce in Australia and and that meant that we had a lot of produce available which kept the price down. These days, farmers produce a lot of food, um, but we export so much. And so mm. there's so much of our food that actually gets exported over to China or over to other countries in the world um, that takes away a large amount of our food, which means that there's less food available for us to eat, and that pushes the price of it up. Um, the, uh, the other reality is that people who um, are selling food um, are now working off a margin, as opposed to saying, I'll buy the tomato for a dollar and I'll sell it for a dollar fifty, so I'll make fifty cents, the farm will make fifty cents, and you know, fifty cents goes to the cost of growing the tomato. It's now I want to make a margin. So my margin is going to be fifty percent gross profit or a hundred percent gross profit. So if for example the farmer now sells um, the tomato for a dollar, we're not wanting just a dollar fifty for it anymore because we're working on a fifty percent gross profit. Uh, well, that would be actually dollar fifty. <laughs> but if we're working on a hundred percent gross profit, which we know that grocery actually is these days in terms of uh, fresh fruit and vegetables, hundred percent at least. Um, they're now charging two dollars for a tomato, and um, and it goes out. So if the farmer sells the tomato for two bucks. The tomato now for us comes becomes four dollars because of the really? margins. Is it yeah. that is it that great a margin? Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. In yeah. Sydney, in Sydney, a lot of the retailers want margins on on you know goods that last a long time on the shelf of upwards of fifty percent, like huge, because of the cost of rent. Now that goes back to your first point, MP. That the cost of rent and the cost of land and and where we hold our business and do you know our business from has actually gone up. Now it's the cost of wages as well because wages are very expensive. Um, the cost of employment is very very expensive. Petrol is expensive. You know our lifestyle is really expensive, and so to meet all of those demands, people now work on percentage margins as opposed to just an absolute margin. So and food's gone down the pecking order. Well, food's gone down the order in terms of importance because it's so easy now to get inexpensive food, which is hyper-produced or over-manufactured um, yeah. or, and, and very, very cheap to manufacture uh, because it can be manufactured on by machines and not humans. And so you can look at bread now, for example. You don't need bakers. You don't. Yeah. Need, I mean, the bakery is all automated, so you don't actually need a baker. You just need a whole bunch of machines, and they just continue to pump out loaves of bread. So it's really easy to actually get something cheaply these days. Um, that can at least sustain you and get you through. It just may not be the best quality. So what do you say to people right now, Damo, who are going on, banging on about bringing the price of good food down? I think we should bring the price of cheap food up. 
Um, so I heard the other day. So McDonald's should be more. Yeah, Macca's should be more. Absolutely. It's like a, it's like cigarettes. It's like an, it's like a tax. Yeah, you know they're looking at tax. putting a new road in Melbourne at the moment. Looking at getting like a a truck off ramp, and they're going to charge trucks thirteen dollars to go over the Westgate Bridge, for example. Wow. And so if they get the trucks diverted away from the Westgate Bridge. Um, then the Westgate Bridge will have less of a burden. So the trucks will definitely avoid the Westgate Bridge and they'll go a different way. So if we could make it a burden and and help people make a better choice, like it's cheaper to buy Coca-Cola than it is to buy water. Yeah. And um, it's that sort of filthy, disgusting um, capitalism. And I'm, I'm a capitalist, so I like it, but that's filthy and disgusting capitalism um, that I don't like. It actually means that people are forced to go and buy poor quality produce and poor quality food because they can't afford to buy the good stuff okay, in that case. Question, question then. Yep. I know people mm-hmm. right now who have what, let's call it, zero dollars. They're just, you know, they're right on the line. Yes. Um, and and in their and their stress response is they are smoking. That's ridiculous. And they're drinking. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, stupid. that's a stupid waste of money, right? So Right. You know, so I mean, they're, basically, what they're doing by doing both of those things is doing voluntary euthanasia. It's just taking them a long time. So they're trying That's to get off the planet. So what do we do then for people? So again, I, when I used to smoke, Damo, ten yeah. years ago, yeah. and uh, a, a packet of cigarettes, I think was like somewhere between eight and eleven dollars. I was at the supermarket the other day, and it was extraordinary. They're like twenty bucks or so. I know it's a crazy <laughs> habit. But the, the reason why I say this is people are still finding a way. To prioritise that twenty dollars. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I don't know that the increase in price has necessarily created less smokers. I could be wrong. Maybe it has. Yeah. Um. But I just wonder, will an increase? Because I love your idea. I think it's fabulous. Would it be enough to make people switch to healthier foods if we actually brought it up? Look, if, if packets of chips cost more in the supermarket, we'd find people would actually start to make their own chips. If, yeah. um, Do you think they would? Yeah, absolutely, because there'll be ways. People will find ways to be able to afford food, like they, they will. But if they re- if if the if fresh produce came down in price or at least stayed the same price it is right now and then the other food was brought up in price so that, you know, the supermarkets still got all their money because you'd hate for the supermarkets not to make $7.1 billion a year. Like, you'd, you know, they need their money. It's important. Um if they made their more expensive mm. food more, or the the less expensive food more expensive, people would then move to the more expensive food, the better quality food, and that would bring the price down because the supply would end up having to go up. Part of the ways in which the farmers have actually continued to maintain their income is by finding export markets because we moved away from eating healthy food to eating the unhealthy food because it was more available. If we all move back to the healthy food. The farmers would then be able to not have to export. They'd be able to sell their produce in Australia and get better margins for it. Do you reckon, wise man, that if it was more um, overt as to how Coles made their money on fruit and veg and how the local farmer at a farmer's market made his money on fruit and veg, let's say this orange here costs you a $1.20. Yep. It cost me $0.60 cents to grow yep. and I'm going to profit $0.60 cents from this orange. Yeah. And in Coles, it says this orange here uh, is going to cost you two dollars. Yep. We bought it for a dollar. Yep. It cost the farmer sixty cents to grow, and he gets forty cents. Yeah. Yep. Do you reckon if there was that level of overtness, people would actually shift their buying habits? 
<sighs> like here's a packet of chips. It's going to cost you two bucks. We're tall poppies Coles over make- here, right? You know what I mean? So in Australia, we're tall poppies. You'll probably find that because Coles is making more than the farmers, Coles would be the bad guys. Now, we already know that that's what happens. Coles already makes more than the farmers. We know that because you don't see farmers driving around in Ferraris and Porsches. That just doesn't happen. So um, unless they're growing flowers or different <laughs> types of herbs. And, uh, and so... Well, what we uh, and so we we already know that, and I don't know whether or not being that kind of transparent is actually going to help. What we do need to do is to ensure that GST never ever gets put on fresh stuff, and that GST always gets put on the not fresh stuff, like the manufactured mm. unhealthy stuff. There should be a fat tax. There should be a tax that actually taxes uh, products that have got added um, added flavors and added sweeteners and. You know, I would never get into pri- to 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 uh, government. Like no one would ever vote me in because my views would be too um, brutal. But I would be on your. I would be with you if we ever go into government together, Domo. <laughs> uh, I am bringing in the biggest fat tax going around. Yeah, me too. I'd it's like a- to bring in a fat tax so that people who actually bought the crappy food actually almost essentially paid for the fresh food. I'd love to see that an avocado becomes fifty cents in the supermarket because a packet of chips is now four bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love that. I'd oh, love, love to see. I'd love, I'd love to idealism. see. I'd love to see a, a hand of bananas cost you a buck um, because the uh, manufactured cheddar cheese made by Kraft is now six bucks. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love, oh. to, I'd love to see that sort of stuff happen um, because that would then help the consumer make cheaper stuff. Like, so better decisions and, and buy cheaper stuff. But you know what? The other thing is that when you go to farmers markets, the produce isn't that much cheaper than if you go to Coles. So you kind of go, okay. So is the farmer now trying to make some money back here? So we've just got to try and work out, you know, some kind of price quality. You know, if we're in China, the Chinese government would buy all the produce and we'd all get it at the right price. Yeah. You know, and everyone would survive. That'd be great. But because we live in, you know, a quasi democracy, um, we. Um, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but I know, like, and this is interesting. See, we go, we shop at the farmer's market every Tuesday, New Brighton Market, and we have a budget. It's 200 bucks for all the, for the market, and then we've got 200 bucks for meat and, um, like, dried foods for the week, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. The, the 200 bucks at the market, it's not just the food. It's we'll go to the avocado lady, Kate, and it's probably, it's probably three avos for eight bucks, right? Yeah. And she'll say, this one's ripe. This one's not ripe. Do this in two or three days. Yep. If you want some that are ready to go, take these. Now, I know that Kate is sitting at home um, living a great life and just waiting for the avocados to ripen on the tree. Yep. Pick the avocados, pop them in the truck, and bring it down to the market. Yeah, isn't that great? Now, she's going to make, be making a pretty fair chunk of profit yep. off, the, off the avocados. Yep. yep. But the service is... The best. She knows our names. She gives us all of that wisdom and that make sure we're buying the right avos. The avos are spectacular. You know, no one is more upset these days than going to Coles and paying four bucks for an avo only to get home. It's brown, dirty. (laughs) Brown. Or I had one the other day. I had roots growing out of the seed. That's how old that one was. And my kids can't stand those little brown knobbly bits that end up in the avocados. I take them back. And no one at Coles will tell you, don't buy that avocado, mate, because that's got those bits in it. But I think it's, there's a little bit more that goes into the profit when you're dealing with um, real human beings rather than um, big corporate. I think, it, I think people are a little bit happier to spend the money. 
Well, that's a, that's an interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. No? Well, I still feel ripped off. I still feel I do feel ripped off. I am a bit dirty about the cost of food, but I, it's because. But let's use the avocados. Should those three avocados be four bucks, five bucks, three bucks? Like considering um, the but livelihood, they throw of- so many avocados out every single year because they don't sell them because they're too expensive. So if they made them at a price point that they almost ran out of avocados because everybody bought them, there would be a desire and yep. a trend towards eating healthier food because people could afford to do it. So if an avocado was always two bucks, we would find that all of the avocados would sell and there'd be never any to throw out. So there'd be no food wastage and that'd be great. And so that, that, we- would, that would then mean that as as farmers, they would know that they'd get rid of their crop and so they'd plant more trees. And as a result of planting more trees, we'd then start to chew up some of the carbon that's in the air, we'd decrease the carbon footprint and we'd get more avocados and there'd be greater supply because there's greater demand. And we wouldn't be shipping overseas our avocados to places like New Zealand or to, you know, California or Mexico where they can make some guacamole out of it. You know, it's, it seems better for me that we make our avocados at a price that's affordable Every day, rather than actually putting them at two for a dollar ninety when they're rotten, um, so we might find a little piece of nice green. Like if we just sell loads of them, work on a lower margin with a greater amount, of, a, a number being sold. Work on the quantity being sold with a lower margin, and people would eat healthier because it's more affordable. Now, no doubt, Damien Tony Abbott to is me. listening. No doubt, and no doubt the health minister is listening. Well, there'll be a lot of questions I'd like to ask those two right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, let's just oh be clear. Gosh. If the government needs anyone to consult for them, they have 100 not out in the wellness couch right here right. to bring the food chain back into line because right. everything you say makes common sense. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe that apples that grow in Australia get shipped off to other countries to be waxed only to be then sent back to Australia and put on the supermarket shelf. Do they? I mean, that's where that's just the, that's just the height of exports gone, gone wrong. But that's kind of the crazy <laughs> space that we're in. That's uh, these days. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. I didn't know that actually happened. You're not talking about sending them to Tasmania. No, no, I'm talking about um, it's in it's in the great documentary. Is it the Economics of Happiness? I think it is. Oh, the right. Docker. Anyone wants to watch that? I wonder if that's true. Is it always true? Oh, look, this uh, particular source uh, was pretty good. Yeah, I would I wouldn't be doubting it. And again, okay. I'm a bit of a uh, not a skeptic, but I'm a journo, so I'm always. Um, uh, I'm investigating, but it, it comes down with all of the export-import deals we do with other countries yeah. to, again, create more economic um, action. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just to create more movement that a lot of stupid, like poor common sense deals come into come into action just to create movement and relationships between countries and it doesn't make any sense, No, but it happens. Yeah, absolutely. It happens. Absolutely. Mate, we could go on forever, but yeah, I really could. hope people have enjoyed this rather philosophical discussion on 100 Not Out about food and the price of food. And as always, you are the older and wiser one on your demo <laughs> and absolutely grateful for your wisdom. Remember, folks, if you want to be part of the exclusive trip to Ikaria, we've already got people, Dame, I haven't told you this, we've already got people lining up for 2017 um, because they've got uni. Um, and they, they're going, I, I've got uni and I've got exams, but I want to come in 2017 when I'm finished. Um, we have created a juggernaut, Mr. Christoph. 
And um, but again, if you want to come along to Ikaria in 2016, go to 100notout.com. Check out all the details there. If you have any questions, send me an email, marcus at thewellnesscouch.com. All right, folks, we'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. What do you think about the price of food? Go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100notout. Also, check us out at Facebook and leave your feedback, facebook.com forward slash 100notout. Spell it all out, though. Uh, remember, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of 16 wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. Until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.